where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. I've noticed that a lot of the Bible shows us examples of what not to do. God provides us with example after example of people who made the wrong choices, let circumstances muddle their faith in Him, or allow fear to keep them from what God had for them. He also shows us through imperfect people, dysfunctional families, and just outright rebellion, the consequences of sin. Like I've always told my children, if you learn from other people's mistakes, you won't have to make them yourself. So when we went on play dates, the disobedience or temper tantrums or squabbling of other children became teaching moments on the way home. Not that my children were perfect, because we had plenty of teaching moments there, too. But it's easier on the outside of a situation to see objectively what someone else did wrong and how they could have done better. The tricky part comes in applying what we've learned to our own lives and situations. But that's what God wants us to learn when we study his word. He put imperfect, sinful people in the Bible so we could learn from their lives. The more I study about Abraham, Moses, David, and all the rest, the more I'm grateful that the canon of the Bible is closed and I don't have to worry about ending up there for future generations to study and learn from what I did wrong. In Exodus 17, the people of Israel had seen all that God had done in Egypt, sending plagues until Pharaoh finally agreed to let them go. They watched as God parted the water, rescuing them from Pharaoh's army, then once and for all removing the threat by drowning the whole kit and caboodle of them, chariots and all. They'd experienced God's provision for them by giving them manna every day and a month's worth of quail for their entire assembly. They had the physical reminder of the Lord's guidance with them in the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. They knew God. They'd experienced Him. They had proof of His love and care. But when they were out of water, what did they do? Exodus 17.3 says, They grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt? To kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? They grumbled and complained, got angry instead of asking God for what they needed. Later, in a psalm of praise, Psalm 95, God encouraged Israel. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For forty years I loathed that generation, and said, They are people who go astray in their heart, and they will not have known my ways. Therefore I swore in my wrath they will not enter my rest. God tells us today as well, Learn from this. Don't harden your hearts. You know me. You've experienced me. You have proof that I'm living and active in your life, that I love and care for you. Believe that. Put faith in me. Don't let fear or doubt cloud your vision of who I am to you, because that always has consequences. Follow me. Trust me with your whole heart. Make your heart soft and moldable so I can use you to be a good example to those around you. How about you? What do people learn from your life? What not to do? 
Or do they see your attitudes and actions and want to have the same kind of faith you have? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to share a treasure God has given you by doing an episode, please contact us. You can listen to other episodes on our website, which you'll find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.